Welcome back into the Trib Preps Podcast. My name is Colton Bartholomew, reporter here at the Tribune, and I am joined by assistant sports editor Todd Sommerfeld and fellow reporter Zach James, and we are going to be breaking down some of the uh, very busy postseason high school action here. We're going to be breaking down the WIA individual state wrestling meet, which is starting that we're recording this Thursday night, started today, going on for the rest of the weekend. And then we'll also be talking about playoff basketball, the boys' Uh, regular season is just wrapping up. Girls basketball is in the tournament time uh, right now. And then we'll also be wrapping up some of the high school hockey uh, sectional finals going on. That means it's the last game to go to state. Uh, so lots of bit stuff in this podcast. We'll try to keep it condensed and uh, keep you apprised of what's going on. But we got to start with wrestling. Uh, obviously, it's a big day for the wrestling meet. Uh, first day where uh, it's it's one of those things where this tournament, it seems like it goes on for a long time. But if you lose, if you slip up that first match, your your chances from going from state champion to possibly out, you know, an hour later, just it happens in the flash. Yes. And we happen to have that uh, today. There, there were some un- unexpected results. We do have, uh, speaking of the good, uh, Alex Pulowski and Kalen Yan uh, advance into the semifinals tomorrow from Holman. Uh, Pulowski just was dominant today. We, we expect that out of Jan, and he was too. Uh, he had a, a pin in less than a minute, and then he, he uh, got a tech fall, 15 nothing in about three minutes. In his next one, I think that was against the fourth-ranked wrestler in the state. Yeah. So, and yeah. if you're not super apprised on wrestling, to do that, you need to take somebody down, get them to yeah. their back, basically four times, yeah. or at least, or yeah. just keep taking them down. Well, no, because well, no, he didn't score exactly. Yeah, he never go. got yeah. the escape so points for getting back yeah, up. So you're just so. putting him on his back. Yeah, you just got to keep him there. So that a very impressive day. But yeah. you mentioned Pulowski, a guy that has had a great season, no yeah, doubt. So his record it. shows it. But then to go and just kind of smash through the first two rounds of the tournament, get to that semi. Uh, what was it? Fifteen to two over the thirteen two. Eleven nothing. Thirteen two over the fifth ranked kid in the state. I mean, I, do you think he was a guy that maybe wasn't all the way on the state radar yet, and now it's he kind of made that arrival? He, he's ranked um i think he's just wrestling really well at the right time um i talked to him today and and he said uh you know really got some confidence today he he'd already beaten the, the first round kid he said by similar score earlier earlier this year i know they wrestled uh jamesville craig in a duel and beat him uh so it must have been the same matchup there uh but then to come back and dominate the way he dominated uh it, it was really something um it, all the d1 guys are still going uh, even those who lost today, so uh, that, which means that the guys that beat them won again because uh, D1 kids had to wrestle twice today if you won the first round. Uh, if, if you lose the first one, you're just sitting and waiting, like you were saying, waiting to see what happens and see if you're still going. So that means Sparta's John Bailey is still going. Uh, kind of a surprise that, that he lost right away, but it, it shows how, how tough the road is if you don't win your sectional, and he lost his sectional last week. Uh, one match there, and, and it gets you in a much tougher position when you get down to Madison, and, and, and he lost to a good wrestler today. Uh, didn't fare too well in the D2 and 3 stuff today. Not everybody wrestled. Some some earned buys. Those who won the sectionals last week didn't wrestle. Um, but we had 15 matches tonight, and I think our, our kids won four of them. All so, right. Yeah, yeah. we're a little <laughs> tough on that section. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we had Dalton Shams uh, from, from West Salem, Bangor, Tanner Anderson from Melman GET. Uh, advanced in Division Two, uh, and Aiden Brozinski and James—I'm not sure how to say the name. Jeffley, maybe 
uh, from Brookwood. Uh, both made it in Division Three. Um, so we'll still have more than that going tomorrow. Like I said, all those sectional champs will be wrestling. But yeah, that uh, includes all the Melman GT guys who had great and, seasons and the Viroqua kids and the Viroqua, yeah. and, and, and stuff. But uh, you know, along with John Bailey getting beat, a uh, little surprised with that Aaron Barr uh, didn't win from West Salem Bangor today. Um, again, when you get to Madison, they're they're all tough matches. So yeah, you know, I was what's going to happen? But he's he's a guy that that you associate with the elite in the state. So I think maybe some people would be surprised that, that he got beat, but he, he'll, he'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens from here for, for all these kids. And it's funny when you think about just, we're in the postseason for almost all of our sports here in the wintertime, but I feel like wrestling in the state meet for the individual side, there's no easy path. doesn't matter how well you did a sectional. Yeah, maybe you get the quote-unquote easier of the matches in the first couple of rounds, but still some of the records we saw for kids that got quote-unquote easy matches this year were, you know, 30-9 after a loss or, you know, 32-7 and seven after a loss. So it's like it doesn't matter where the, how the seating ends up shaking out. Everybody you beat down there is going to be really good. Well, that's Eric Anderson said that. Uh, the Viroqua coach said that. I talked to him yesterday, and, and I, I just asked him what his thoughts on some brackets, and he goes, as coaches, we look at them. We tell the kids not to even look at them. You got to beat the best when you're there, anyways. So whether you get them, you know, in, in a quarterfinal or a semifinal or a final, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, he said, coaches, we'll we'll do the work we have to do to get them ready, but we tell the kids not to even even worry about it. Um, and, and you hear that from a lot of people, anyways. So. That yeah, makes sense. So make sure you're following along on lacrossetribune.com tomorrow or Friday and Saturday for you know uh, all the coverage of the state wrestling meet. Uh, you can read Todd's recap of Thursday's action on lacrossetribune.com right now. Um, we'll see if we're able to get down there for uh, for Saturday. Weather and everything, depending. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a little tough with uh, the nasty stuff we're supposed to get on Saturday. But hopefully, especially if we have some some people uh, competing for state championships. But uh, let's move over from wrestling into the basketball tournament season right now. Uh, I don't want to move from wrestling. <laughs> to, it's true. I <laughs> no, mean, that's you, okay. We can. We can. Um, no, but so from the from the basketball side, we we've got to start with the girls just because you know they're in the postseason right now. The first couple of rounds in the girls regional is always a little bit tough. Some blowout scores you're going to see around there. But uh, Todd, what, what some of the ones that people can look forward to this weekend? Uh, maybe in the early matchups that will be a little bit more exciting or closer games well in terms of friday it's it's tough to find a whole lot of real close matchups i think um you you always have a chance to go watch aquinas play uh which isn't a bad thing uh they'll be hosting fenimore on friday night so uh you, you know this is one of the teams that and we've said it in the past about a f- few teams you don't want to let this team get through without going out and watching them if you have a chance uh it, it really is a very good team and a lot of fun to watch um uh, interesting game, maybe uh, Holman going to Menominee. Holman's been up and down. Uh, they did win an overtime game the other night to, to stay alive. Um, so uh, Coach Nate Johnson has never lost a postseason game. There you as, go. As I told him. Yep, <laughs> I told him that the other night. As, you know, never lost a postseason game. He said he was going to go to, to Dwayne Veek's house and tell him. Uh, <laughs> remind him of that fact. Uh, Central going to River Falls. Um, Central's played some good games this year. Uh, we'll see if they can pull that thing out and maybe get to a, a They play defense, final. man. I yeah, mean, yeah. They, they run to some scoring ruts, but they play defense. They turn people over. So it's uh, they, they give themselves chances in games for sure. Yeah, if you're looking for all local, there's, there'll be Sparta at Onalaska. And Onalaska, again, has been one of those teams where you just kind of wait for that, that switch to flip and it just 
has it yet. I mean, it has at times, I think. Yeah. Um, but then somebody turns it off, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> right. for them. Uh, but we'll see if they can start putting something together, too. But uh, and they just had a really good game against Melrose Banduro at UWL. Yeah, Got, and you, you said they were They were, they were in, in that game. game. They took a yeah. lead in the second half. Uh, Olivia Gamoki kind of went off for them. She, I think she had nine straight points. They took a lead. Melrose Banduro just has so much talent and really made the, yeah. the winning plays down the stretch, getting some offensive rebounds and making their free throws uh, to, to set them up for success. But Onalaska is definitely a team that, when they're right, they're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out against anybody. And speaking of Melman, they host Augusta, so there's a, a local chance to go watch them on Friday night too. Absolutely. All right. So from the girls over the boys, a big night on Thursday. Uh, Luther, Onalaska Luther, and. GET. I'm not going to say the whole words because I'm going to mess them up. I'm already just, I was about to right there. I was saying Gales, and I'm not, never mind. Screw it. Uh, GET, uh, they ended up splitting the Cooley basketball title. Um, that's a historic for a couple of reasons, Todd. What was it? Alaska Luther's first time since? Since 2013. 2013. So it's been a little while. Right. But I think it's only their second one overall. Uh, gotcha. So it's a big deal for the Knights to go out there and, and win this conference. And, and again, to the other end of the spectrum, as I'm sure you're going to say next, GET yep. winning 10 out of 11 years. Uh, the Red Hawks are back up on top after Black River won it last year. Last year is the only time in, the, in that, that span that they, they haven't won it. So uh, good for GET to get back up there. It was a really balanced conference this year. Yeah, we came into this um, week, we're looking at the standings, and there was three teams, eight and four, uh, at the top of it, where it's just kind of like, all right, everything's got to shake out in the next few days here. Who's going to win this championship and who's, you know, not? Yeah, and, there, and I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between uh, Luther and GET, which shared it, versus Westby, West Salem, which were a game behind. Sure. They all kind of took turns beating up on each other yeah. this year. And, Luther and got the best of the Westby tonight, jumped up to a yeah. huge lead in the first half and kind of coasted from there. Yeah, 40-16 at, at halftime, and, and Bennett Larsh becoming the school's all-time leading scorer tonight. My uh, God, what, Bennett Larsh. What do you have, 24? Yeah, 24 tonight? points. Ends up with boards. Yeah, fifth, uh, excuse me, Something. with uh, 1,410 for his career, all-time leading scorer at Luther. I'm biased for all tall people, so yeah. go Bennett. He's a, yep, he's a tall guy, <laughs> that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, it, it really, like I said, probably a very exciting night for, for the Knights to, to win this thing because it doesn't happen all that often. Absolutely. Um, and for the rest of the boys' side, um, Postseason for them starts next week. All their yeah. seeds and everything else, you can go look that up. But uh, we have a pretty interesting non-conference game here in town uh, with Madison Memorial coming up to play Central. This has been rescheduled, I think, twice. This is their third I, chance trying yeah, to play I can't it I'm not sure with all the exactly. wild weather that we've had and all the cold and everything. It's just been moved around uh, yeah. a bunch. Is, it, is this one of those? It was one of those that, okay. that was moved okay. around and okay. rescheduled. So, um, to me, just from an outside perspective, if I'm uh, – <clears throat> Coach Fergit over at Central. I don't want to play this game now just because my team's been playing so well. They need. I would think they would need a little bit of rest heading into the postseason. They know that they have state championship goals, but he's a coach that's always going to challenge his team in Madison Memorial. Maybe not as great as they've been, but they've got an amazing tradition, great coaching staff there that's always going to make them a tough game. They, they just had a couple days off. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, sure, yeah. There you Which, go, Wednesday and they, Thursday. But they played four in the, the six previous. So, I mean, so, yeah, you know, you, you can make a case for, for what you said there. These guys are used to playing lots of games. Take them to AAU tournaments, see how many games they play in a couple, three days there. True. Uh, but, it, again, this would, be, this would be something that would be interesting to go out and watch, too, just because you – Madison Memorial had a great run uh, uh, challenging for Division One championships. Uh, it's been several years now. 
uh, since they did. But Steve Collins is still coaching there, and they, they still get good teams. They're very competitive in the Big 8, which is a good conference. Uh, so it, it'll certainly bring a challenge, I think, to Central uh, this time. And Central's been playing so well. Johnny Davis was phenomenal the other night. Uh, in their win over Eau Claire North. Yeah, 34 and points with, and 15 rebounds. 31 31, 31 and 15. Rebounds. Greg Gard's watching. Joe yeah. Krabenhoff's watching. Uh, nice crowd to, to have a, your best game of the season, arguably, in front yeah. of. And uh, Green Bay was there. Milwaukee was there. North Dakota State was there. I mean, there were a lot of guys to watch in that game. Uh, so they, I, I don't know that they were all there for Johnny. I'm sure they would all love to have Johnny, but sure. I think they were all looking at other players that were there too. But it was a boy, lots of college uh, coaches at that game uh, the other night. So, but I, yeah, this will be a nice test for both teams going into the postseason, and and you know it might be something that they can get something out of to to apply it. I mean, I'm sure they know their teams very well already at this point. So, but it's just just a way to challenge yourself, I guess, going into the tournament. All right, and moving on from basketball, we've got sectional finals in hockey for both the Alaska boys and girls teams. Uh, we'll start with the girls, so that's on Friday. Uh, they'll be playing at 8 o'clock on Friday against the Sun Prairie Co-op down in Madison. Uh, like I mentioned before, this is the game that gets you to state. Um, Alaska girls have had some ups and downs this year. They're about yeah. 500, but they've turned it on, obviously, at the right time, had the benefit of a, of a sectional that teams that they have seen before and had success against, and then... Uh, they won a, a tight game in their sectional semifinal, four to three. Kaylee Manglitz has a couple of goals for him and gets them into this point. I mean, I gotta be honest, I didn't see this coming for this team earlier no. in the season. So uh, great for them that they're in this spot and they're have a you know what is it, fifty one minutes to possibly be in the state championship or yeah. in the state championship tournament. Exactly. Uh, they yeah they struggled for a while, um, but that that Rock County team that they beat has always been a pretty good one. Um, they, they have a lot of players from Beloit, Janesville areas. It's where Rock County is. Uh, and they, they've been put together some pretty good teams in the last few years. So uh, we'll see uh, what kind of momentum they can build off that. But I thought that was a pretty good win for them to get. And, uh, like, th this is the game to, to go. So throw everything out there and see what happens. Manglitz seems to play, play well in big games, and, and she's had a great career on Alaska. So we'll see if it will continue. Yeah, she was a finalist for Mrs. Hockey last year for the state. So, yeah, and she's then, good. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> she's she's definitely something to watch. Uh, that's like I said, eight o'clock Friday for them, and then for the Alaska boys, it's it, I'm still not in the mode of calling them a co-op, even though they, they technically yes, are now. Yes. Uh, so the Alaska boys co-op, they'll be taking on the Reedsburg co-op, and that's at two o'clock on Saturday at the Omni Center. Um, that's a big game, like I mentioned, also because it gets in the state. But uh, Alaska boys. They, they've done a great job not only challenging themselves in the regular season, but then against some of these weaker teams that they had in the regional and sectional, really taking care of business. They, they don't let up. Their uh, Coach Tim Ebner said to our Jeff Brown earlier this uh, month that he doesn't want kids playing to the score. He wants them playing their best hockey regardless of what the score is right now, and they've been blowing some teams out here in the postseason. Yeah, they, they lost that game to Milwaukee University at the end of the year, which, again, is another great hockey program. They, they play that every year uh, on Alaska boys and girls, uh, play that play that team every year. Um, but the people you talk to, uh, and I'm not a hockey guy. I, I don't – if I go out and watch a game, I could tell you a team is better because they won pretty <laughs> right. much. I mean, I can tell you if they're fast or something like that. But but uh, the, the hockey people in the area seem to think this is one of the deepest teams that we've had in a while in the area. And uh, you, you talked about the co-op before. They didn't get a whole lot of guys from lacrosse, but the guys they got were good. And it really kind of helped a, a team that's always pretty deep in on Alaska anyways. So we're, we're seeing the, the fruits of that right now. But they're playing very well. 
Uh, I think I, I don't know that there are any games that they've played. I'm trying to think back of who's who's beaten them, but I can't think of times where we were like shocked. Right. But it was a lot. I mean, they, they've they've lost to quality teams. They haven't gone out there and laid an egg at all. Yeah, they've, they've lost to other teams that are going to be in Madison if they are able to win on Saturday. Yeah, and get yeah, there. yeah. It's going to be be tough to win when you get there. It always is. We've we've seen some really good on Alaska teams here, and and they go there and and just run into a buzzsaw when they get there. Uh, some team from up north or, or something like that. You always have like your superior or something who comes in with an eight and ten record because all they do is play teams in the cities, right? Yeah. You know, and then they just pound everybody at the at the state state tournament. So uh, we'll we'll see if Onalaska can get over this uh, last hurdle and and get back to Madison for it's been when did they go last? I'm trying to think. Uh, it wasn't was. last year, but the year no, the year before, before right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Outside so one, only a one year absence. Game and, for them. Yeah, only one year absence, but. Uh, I'm sure they want to get back. Yep. Uh, big thing for them, Jack Weber in goal for them has been outstanding. I believe uh, last time I checked, he was still leading the state in shutouts and was in the top five for goals against average. Or maybe I had those flipped. Either way, doing That's extremely it. well. And uh, uh, obviously when you're not letting up too many goals and you have some talent scoring, well, you're going to put yourself in a lot of wins. Well, yeah, when you have all that firepower and then on top of you have a goalie. That's that's something. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the Trip Preps podcast this week. But like I said, make sure you're following Todd on Twitter, Summerfelt LAX, and on LacrosseTribune.com to stay apprised of all the state wrestling and then obviously all the basketball and hockey for this weekend. Lacrosse Tribune's number one source for all that. But for Colton Bartholomew, Todd Summerfelt, and Zach James running the, the producership today, uh, we'll be back next week with more pre- Trip Preps podcast.